podcast today, so I don't even have to say I'm not Patrice, right? You're used to seeing me around now. I'm Wendy Clem, the Regional Director for North America for the Nehemiah Project. What that basically means to you is I oversee the US, Canada, and Haiti. And today I am so, I'm just so excited uh, that Charles Kears and I get to chat, right? Um, Charles Kears joined our team, believe it or not, not what, a month ago, six weeks maybe? It's, it's been a very short period of time as our urban impact director. And he is already making massive, massive strides uh, in bringing entrepreneurship uh, just into communities and just bringing glory to God. And I am just so excited uh, to have you on our team uh, to pick up the mantle uh, with the urban, used to be urban impact or urban initiative, right? And Charles was instrumental in starting that. And now we're moving into the urban impact. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Charles. Thank you for uh, being patient. We're running a little bit behind and just being a part of this today. And Charles and his beautiful wife came down from Charlotte to be here at the eCommunity Center opening. Uh, they were with their VIP as well as today. So thank you, Charles, and welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us. And all I could say is, wow, I am fired up about the, the new um, E community center here in Orlando, and you've done a fantastic job. Thank you for having us. And I'm looking forward to following in your footsteps as you have blazed the trail for us. Well, you know, it's it's the team that did it, and and God did it. I just I just said yes, sir. And uh, you know, I I'm I'm good at that, and just following and just being His hands and feet. So for those of you who might be joining us uh, the first time today, um, please check out some of the other podcasts from earlier today. Today we opened the E Community Center Orlando, and what does that mean? Well, that is an entrepreneurial center that provides co-working space, professional address, executive suites, as well as the Nehemiah Project foundational pillars, which is training, coaching, and access to capital. We're building a social community here. We're building a community of kingdom entrepreneurs and, and, provide, and creating kingdom impact in our community. And we've asked Charles to come today because I really want um, Charles to share a little bit of his heart and, and how through the e-community centers, we are going to be able to even have a greater impact because part of this center's community, uh, kingdom impact is to be providing mentorship for our teens and our urban community. And so as we begin to watch that and flush that out, and really making an impact. It's, it's not about talking about it anymore, right, Charles? We aren't gonna talk about it. We're gonna get up and do something. And that's what I love about the center and I love about Charles and his team because we aren't, we're gonna make change. We're gonna be part of the change and really um, change the landscape of the marketplace to bring glory to God. So Charles, why don't you tell, tell everybody why why now why why the kingdom impact because we started this 
prior to the whole social unresting, right? We we were launching this. God was preparing you. Did you yeah. realize? I mean, he was preparing us for this. <laughs> well, for the last 15 years or so, right. I, I realized that God has something in store because <clears throat> the truth is, that when you go through the furnace, you go through the fire, and Art Alley mentioned this last night at the VIP event, you go through this furnace, God through this little keyhole and makes you into this person and no one can see it but yourself. And all you have is a vision. You have a glimpse into the future. The scripture says, there is no vision, the people perish. One translation said, there's no restraint. And so God will give you a vision that requires for you to develop discipline, uh, certain skills, a knowledge base, and, and that is for the future assignments that he has for you. And so for me, this urban impact, and, and it's now urban impact, but I'm going to add another word to it right here, guys. Watch out, because it's going to be the urban impact movement, right? The Nehemiah oh, yes. urban impact movement. Why? Because developing a movement by the Spirit of God. Now, the movement doesn't start just because a man or woman thinks it up in their head. But a movement starts because the people of God begin to pray. The scripture says, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from and heal their land. In other words, God will hear us but then he'll send something to us in order for us to be able to capture what's in his heart and his mind. So I believe that this urban impact vision, the Nehemiah urban impact vision is what God has in store for every urban community, every inner city community where there's concentrated poverty, where there are people and depressed and surpassed and people that just don't know which way to go. But yet, the legacy of prayer, because their grandmamas were praying for them, their mamas right. were praying for them, their fathers were praying for them. The people in the village, the community have been praying. And I, Wendy, I believe that we are the answer to hundreds of thousands of people's prayer. And God is going to do great things as we yield ourselves to the spirit of God. Uh, you know, I think you're so right. So and I don't know if you want me to just... Um, we've got a little bit of a lag here, Charles. What did you say? If you want me to share the vision, if you want me, you just you just tell me where you want me to go because I am up. So <laughs> I know we're fired up. Well, you know, Charles, I, I do want you to share the yeah. vision, and, and one of the things that's just really impactful is. You've already begun to assemble the team. You have uh, 11 coaches right now going through coach certification, mm -hmm. building kingdom business coaches to deploy them into these communities. And again, that's the, the thing here, you know, and I, I love that you tacked on the word movement because we're gonna move, it's important. You know, anybody who knows me knows I'm all about the action. Get up and do it, don't, don't get up and do something, right? Even just something little, get up and do something. Right. You know, um, 
it's, it comes back to my purpose, right? My purpose statement. When when that I I I heard that from the Lord, you know, my personal purpose mission statement is to lead people in places better than I found them. So I'm all about the action, right? Do something. So I love that you've added movement on here. So why don't you tell us about your vision? Because you've already begun to assemble your team, and I know that it's just in the beginning stages. Because I know your team is going to go way outside of what you've got now. And we're, you're already looking to launch a couple of centers. You're right. we're already in talks there in Charlotte and Jacksonville. So share with, with our group your vision yep. and how that vision you believe is, is the answer to some of the struggles that we are currently facing. <clears throat> it's the vision originates from uh, who I am and who God has created me to be. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old, starting with very micro businesses. And um, I, I also got called into ministry when I was 14 years old. And so for 45 years, I've been in ministry, pastored 25 of those years. And while I was pastoring, I recognized and God began to deal with me that though I had the capacity and was doing quite well and connecting people that are far from Christ, to the Lord and impacting them spiritually. It wasn't until I began to, I, I would have to begin to impact people's economics. And by impacting their economics, it goes beyond just, you know, helping them to get a job. A job is just a starting point. And we can serve God through a job, but that's just the starting point because then we would go into a, uh, uh, a self-employment uh, state where we are not only uh, taking a job, but we are creating a job. And, and first job that you need to create is a job for yourself and not necessarily have to work for someone else. But even if you're working for someone else and you, you've you got your own self little side gig, you should aspire to get into the business quadrant. That business quadrant is where you have systems, you have processes, and you have people like you're talking about the team. But it's the teamwork that makes the dream to work. Then obviously you get into that investment quadrant because you've built something that you can scale and sell. Now, I went back, you know, after having uh, going to Bible school, having served in the military, um, have already received my first degree in business at American International College, went back to get my MBA and to study business and understand business in such a way that that we could use it as a tool in the kingdom of God. And so God began to download visions and dreams in me. And he says, listen, again, if you're going to do what I've called you to do, you've got to do what Jesus did. So the first thing that Jesus did when he launched his ministry is that he assembled his team. Right. So likewise, I began to assemble a team. And right now it's a few of us, but we've got a promise from God. And I believe that God will, will have us within a 12 month period of time, raise up a thousand urban entrepreneurs, kingdom urban entrepreneurs that have a heart for God and have a heart for transforming urban centers into the best places to worship, the best places to play, live. And these, this revitalization of the communities, to your point, will help us to give direction to all of the energy that we're seeing in this time of social and this COVID-19. People are restless, but whenever we start to pray and ask God for his solution, God raises 
the leader and he raises up people that can lead the tribe into the promised land. And so he, as he raises them up, he's expecting everyone to use their talents, their gifts, their callings, and to understand that. And we here at Nehemiah, are positioned to coach people through a process with identity and destiny. We're able to help them to identify the gifts, the callings, the talents that God put on the inside, the passion that God has put on the inside of them so that they too can participate in the movement. But then also, you know, every, I played football. So college football or any level of any sport, you have a coach that helps to bring out the best in you. So we've got the Nehemiah coaches and we've got a tribe of coaches, a network of coaches that we're raising up that will help empower individuals not only to find their gifts and talents, but to utilize those gifts and talents in order to accomplish what God has called them to do. All while praying, Wendy, because like right now you're sitting in the womb at at the Orlando uh, East Center, right? That's a place where we come to pray. So we're, we're not trying to do this by ourselves. We're saying, God, we're making ourselves available to you. And if you will use us for your glory, we will give all the glory to God. And yes, God will create a movement. And I believe God will pour out his spirit and revival will break out from, from the 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 core, the inner core of America, the inner cities of America, these urban communities, and it will it will go all the way out into the rural areas, and it'll go out and to all the suburbs, and we'll see God just do a wonderful work. And it's all because we understood that it's in the marketplace where the greatest miracles will take place, the greatest things that God wants to pour out. It's not going to just happen in the four walls of churches. Just think about it. With COVID-19, many of us can't even get into the four walls of our church, but we can do these meetings. We can do these Facebook lives, these Zoom meetings. We can get on YouTube and we can preach the gospel around the world through technology. And so I know that's a long a part of it. There's so much that God has poured on the inside of me over the, the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, all my life, but specifically in this arena. And now we've got you, Wendy, we've got Patrice to be able to, to collaborate with, to, to, to cooperate with, and, and to build this move that it reaches every segment of the population. And, and we're going to see greatness come out of this movement. You know, Charles, this is this is so exciting, and and one of the things I'm I'm looking forward to is also bringing in the youth, the youth to come into the center so that we can mentor them. And and I'm I've been in talks with the the girls and boys club here in Pine Hills about you know coming in and and sharing about young biblical entrepreneurship. And that, you know, um, helping them see an alternative to college for some that, that college isn't an option. And I'm excited that we're going to be able to bring those teens in here and teach entrepreneurship to them and mentor them. Because the eCommunity Center is, is a place that you can connect. You know, we've said we're in the war room, we're in the prayer room, my favorite room in the whole building. I have a feeling I'll spend more time in here than I will in my office, and I'm okay with that. But to be able to really impact the community here in a very tangible way and to bring the glory to God and and, and be able to uh, 
surround those entrepreneurs that we're connecting with in within the urban impact with in the center to, to bring them into the space is very exciting to be able to show them this is what mm -hmm. God's business looks like, right? And this is what how we can impact the kingdom together. Sure. And and just it, and it's it's about being in community together as well, you know. Uh, praying with one another as an entrepreneur it's a struggle right well when you're when you want to be an entrepreneur and there is no resources available to you if there is no place for you to turn to that's even scarier that's what we're doing here Charles we're giving them that space giving them that hope and I love what you're doing with the team but I you know I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about how how do how are we going to do this because this is going to take resources, people, right? It's going to take those resources, and so for those of uh, those who are watching this podcast, uh, Charles, what kind of resources are you needing, or what are you looking at, and how can people? get involved they want to be a part of this how can they do that and, and how can they come alongside you in this uh in this season well um there there are a couple of things so part of the strategy is for us to collaborate with um churches uh both small churches medium-sized churches and large churches uh both inner city or urban churches um, and then connecting them to uh, more suburban churches. And the model has been laid out right here in Orlando. You know, we have the first presence of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Working with the, the ministry over at Mercy Drive. And we've got the Hope Church working with uh, the First Baptist Church. Now, imagine if we had churches that are of that caliber that God has blessed. And, and all of those churches have people. They have successful, very successful business. Now, what we would like is for our brothers and sisters that are successful to come and mentor, come and coach, be a part of the movement so that we have a collaboration in the body of Christ. I love the scripture over there in uh, Psalms 133. It says, when the brethren dwell together, there God commands his blessing. And there's another scripture says that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow to it. So if you want your business to continue to go up, you, if, you, if you increase your triple bottom line, the purpose for your business, and you allow God to use that purpose and then to use your life. I challenge every businessman that has a legacy path of business and inheritance of business because you your your family your dad your mom were professionals or business people and now you get to to look back into communities that may not have that same legacy and, and you're mm -hmm. able to mentor them you're able to coach them but then you're able to partner with them to to create business opportunities for for common good investment we, we had Jeff speak about his investment strategies and art speak about his investment strategy so those are ways that that folk can help but most of all that and this is one thing that I'm very passionate about so growing up in the inner city of Brooklyn New York the one thing that my mother told me is that I can do anything that I set my heart and mind to. My mother wasn't even a Christian. And so how much more so for believers to instill the faith of God 
in these young people, the young adults, the families, the adults, even folk that are going on to their, their triple and their second time career and their third time career because they didn't plan properly or they didn't have circumstances and situations and they find themselves, instead of having to go to Walmart, now ready to jump into this entrepreneurial adventure because it's really an adventure and it's going to be a tough adventure, but it's going to be exciting adventure when you walk and you walk with the faith of God and therefore we want believers. We want people to come in and to embrace the community and don't tell people what they can't do. Don't tell them why they can't do it, but that all is possible to them that are believed. And let's strategize, let's optimize, and let's find a way to get the job. If you're in the urban community, many times you walk down the street and you talk to the young, uh, particularly the young men, they're going to tell you they want to do something in sports and entertainment. And they've not even you know, made the the team at middle school or at high school. And so I never discouraged them, but I said, really what you like is to be around that sport or be around that entertainment. So let's think creatively how you can provide a good or service so you can be around what you love to do. So that someone said, if you, if you're around, if you're doing what you love to do, you never have to work a day in your life. And so I believe if we do what God has called us to do, it's really not work. It's an adventure. It's an experience. And we learn from those experiences. We grow ourselves because if we grow ourselves, we can grow an enterprise. And so as we look for our tribe and different shapes and different colors and different backgrounds, and, and they're going to embrace this movement and they're going to say, yes, we can. We can get this thing done. We can believe God to do miracles, signs and wonders because the Lord's working with us. Why? Because we're standing on the train. We're believing God. And God says that, listen, watch over my word to perform my perform my word because God is a God of integrity. And that's what I need more than anything else. But then also people with resources. They can email me at charles at nehemiahproject.org, or they can go on our website and give a gift to business, and they can sponsor these urban entrepreneurs that we're, we're going to invite to come in our community. We would hate to turn anybody away because of cost because of a lack of resources. And so if they want to sponsor, we've got a, a scholarship program where we can sponsor uh, people into our destiny and, and the business, uh, the PSA, the Business Success Accelerator. They can sponsor people through biblical entrepreneurship and help them to grow. And then, of course, we're not going to just leave them out there and teach, but we'll train them. The, the scriptures train up a child in the way that they should go. They shall not depart from it right when they get old. So I have a I have a 30-year-old son and I have a 27-year-old daughter and we train them. We didn't just teach them, but we pound the information in, made sure they got the information and now their thinking is different because that's really what entrepreneurship is about. It's about a way of thinking, a paradigm by which you see the world in. And if you see it from a biblical viewpoint and you're an entrepreneur, God will give you a solution to every problem that you will encounter. And therefore, he even how to monetize that so we can to the marketplace and people will give you money for it so that we go our next best thing that God is calling us to create. God is a creator of solutions to problems. And he's called us, made us in his likeness and in his image. And he's called us to do the same thing. And so I'm just excited about anyone that wants to come along with us. They can email us. They can go on our website and check us out. And we'd love to have them on the team. 
Wow. You know, Charles, I'm really excited. And, you know, our biblical, uh, our scriptural foundation for the center, um, and I want to share that. I have to turn around and read it off the wall because my Bible's over there. It's a little far for me to read. It says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, right? My brothers and sisters, just what you were talking about. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. First Corinthians 15, 58. And that, you know, that's our foundational scripture here for the center. And that is so true. You know, the labor and our labor in the Lord is not in vain. But coming together, our brothers and sisters, and it's very important that we come together in community. We are not alone. We're not in this world alone. And we are here to serve the Lord. Our work is our worship. And we want to continue to bring that um, into the marketplace and to, to, to impact the marketplace for the Lord and to make real change. You know, last night, Jeff Schaefer uh, shared some really powerful things uh, about uh, just exactly that and, and how important it was. But you know what? You don't have to be alone. Those of you who are watching this podcast, you are welcome to come into the center. I've shared this a number of times. I will share it every day. The center is open. This prayer room is open for you. As an entrepreneur, if you need someone to pray with you, we have someone here. Our receptionist, Daphne, is here to pray with you every day. Our, our amazing prayer warrior, I'm here. We have a, a, a kingdom business coach who will always be in the center. If we're open, there is a coach here. We're here to come around you. You know, the e-community the e center is our life center, but this is not the only resource that the Nehemiah Project provides, right? We have our e-community online membership platform. You can connect from anywhere. And that provides resources, training, you connect with other entrepreneurs. And, you know, uh, Charles, we've, we've come on board. We started with the, the marketplace. I love the new marketplace directory. We've hardly even talked about that um, today because we've been fo so focused on the live center. But did you know Nehemiah Project launched about a month ago, a little over a month ago now, our uh marketplace directory which is a online business directory for christian entrepreneurs and you know the christian chamber was here today they're partnering with us in this e-community center here they are the first chamber on our marketplace the Chris orlando christian chamber so you have an opportunity to get your business um, connected there you, uh, the marketplace allows you to even uh, sell your products for those entrepreneurs who are just starting, maybe don't have a website, this really gives them some additional resources and opportunities. And that's what this is really about. You know, Nehemiah Project um, is really providing a lot of different resources and avenues. We're a global organization. We're in 38 countries. You know, we, we have been doing this for 20 years. I am excited about the next 20 years. You know, Charles, our... our our mission for the next 10 years is to raise up 100,000 jobs in 10 years. 
That's a lot of entrepreneurs. So we're about building sustainable businesses. And see, that's what I love about what you're doing is you're going into the urban community and you're teaching them how to not just build a business, but to build a sustainable businesses that, right. that create jobs and create impact in their community. And, you know, I love that, you know, God has given you the heart for this. And I know that you are the right man to come into this time to lead this new movement, the urban impact movement. And um, I am just honored to be able to walk with you on this journey. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. But just before we leave, our time is almost up, you know, what is um, one thing, Charles, that you would tell those those individuals who are struggling right now, um, whether they're in the urban community or not, they, they could be sitting in a suburb somewhere. I don't, it doesn't really matter. But those who are struggling because they don't know what to do, they don't necessarily have the resources, and they just know they need to do something, what would you say to them? Well, the, the, the biggest thing that I would say is to push. And I want to use it as an acronym. Okay. Learn to pray, right? So P, until success happens. Because what I have found is that God is faithful and he has never, ever failed me. And he doesn't plan on ever failing us. Yeah. And so I, I want to give them a number, right? Yeah. Because prayer, like you mentioned, if you come into the center, there's prayer. Well, we've got a 52 prayer project, 52 day Nehemiah prayer project going on at 520 in the morning. So if they're real serious about getting up and praying. We've got coaches that are praying. My team is praying and we will pray you through whatever you're going through. But here's the thing. We're going to get you through. The Bible says, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art. Then it goes on to say, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Now, God doesn't prepare this table for you, for you to get through so you can get comfortable. But he wants you to actually look for others that you can help because part of your deliverance comes because God is allowing you to go through this furnace, this the school of affliction so that you can help someone else. Even in the middle of this, don't see yourself as cast down. Don't see yourself as defeated, but see yourself as victorious. Thanks be to God who always causes you to triumph through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It done in like this, but it ends with us being the head and not the tail on top and not beneath. And one of the key things is to grab that vision, grab a hold of what God has for you and what God has showed you through the years and know that what God has promised you, he is faithful to perform it. And so I want to give you this number. It's 727-731-5821. That's so the team can put it up on the screen. It's 731 now, at 5.20 in the morning, and, and we've already been in this prayer project because we're believing God to build walls, to re reestablish walls of security 
spiritual walls, economic walls around urban communities so that we can have a safe place for people to begin to pray and give birth to conceive and give birth to businesses that will make the community sustainable. If you have sustainable community, have sustainable families, and we'll have the power to get wealth and to establish a wealth developing strategy that empowers people to win. And so as we think about, again, one thing, we pray until success happens. We don't just praise, well, I tried that prayer stuff and it doesn't work. Well, it didn't work because you gave up. But the, but the Lord says, if you'll knock, it shall be open unto you. If you seek, you shall find. If you ask, it shall be given unto you. Now we've got to do it in faith, believing that we receive, that God hears us. And then we go to praise in the Lord, right? And, and we do everything that we know to do. And then God and he will arrange circumstances, situations, things put us for, and cause us to give birth to businesses that will change our communities forever. And I believe that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, Charles, thank you so much. And that is um, just really um, a lot. It, it's what we, we believe here at the center. It's what we start with. It's what we end with is, is prayer. So thank you for being a part of this uh, day. Thank all of you for being a part of this amazing day. This is just the beginning. Uh, this is our, our, our launch, our, our first day. But we're here tomorrow and the next day and the next day. We're here for you. So uh, connect with Nehemiah Project, nehemiahecommunity.com. Find out more information about us. Connect with us. You know, connect with Charles or myself. We would love to uh, work with you. We would love to support you and pray with you. And for those of you, um, I, I just I do want to leave you with just one thing. You are not alone. You are never alone. In your darkest days, in your weakest moment, you are never alone. The Lord is always with you. Sometimes he's carrying you and sometimes he's walking beside you, but he has never, ever left you. So as you go about your day, um, know that you there is a community here waiting to embrace you. And we are here as brothers and sisters. And our labor is not in vain because we do that to the Lord. So I pray that you have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very, very much, Charles. I can't wait to see what God does. We are um, just going to rock this time. Yeah. I love it. Thank you, Charles, very much. You guys have a blessed day. Watch this video. Thank you, Linda. Nehemiah Week is an annual event. All right. God bless you now. Equip entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world to inspire and to honor marketplace leaders for their accomplishments and what they're doing to model Christ in the marketplace. God is doing incredible things at Nehemiah Week. Ladies and gentlemen, God has called us to be a light for him, to be an example for him, to be a model for him so that as others see us, not hear us, but see us, they can see a model of Christ. Yeah, each year at Nehemiah Week, we, we gather uh, the, the nations. Our vision is to transform the marketplace with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, one entrepreneur at a time.
we have learned uh, to do business uh, in a godly way. Um, I will actually spread this to our church as well. Through the course of Nehemiah Week includes information around um, principles of biblical entrepreneurship, so really looking at biblical economics. What we've learned this week is, is about training. A Nehemiah uh, project is about training and then coaching and then accessing capital. Nehemiah gave me a godly vision. Really impacts the way that I see doing business. Nehemiah, we not only gives birth to new ideas, it connects us with resources and relationships that makes them possible. But what we want to do is not just affect here in the U.S., we want to take this curriculum all over the world. Whatever it is, the question is, what impact will this have on others? It's something that's going to change lives. So I'm ready to use whatever I have for the benefit of the kingdom of God. I believe that the nations are going to shape because of this week. Biblical entrepreneurship takes a stand to say we are going to be witnesses for Jesus Christ in the marketplace.